0: Hi, my name is Philia and I'm here with my lovely co-host Yemi.
1: Hey guys. Welcome to Treading Treading
0: Faith. Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast dedicated to diving into the deep end of open, honest, fun, and sometimes difficult conversations that surround everyday life and our faith walk with Christ. I always say faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but only in the power of God. So Yemi, what are we diving into today?
1: Well, we are giving everyone a season pass to miracles, where we closely examine the miracles of Jesus Christ, and then we apply it to our modern day life. Today, we're covering the miracle of Jesus healing 10 men with leprosy. This miracle is found in the book of Luke, chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. I'm reading from the ESV version, but feel free to use any version you like. praising God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, were there not 10 cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, rise and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. Amen. Amen. This is... Uh, this is really interesting because there's like two things that I think are really happening. Right. Mm-hmm. One, let's, let's talk about where Jesus is. Mm-hmm. He is the, in the in between he's between Galilee and Samaria mm-hmm. and Galilee would be where the Jews are. And Samaria would be where the Samaritans are, which are kind of, I mean, we, when we talked about battles of the Bible mm-hmm. back, back
0: when <laughs> uh, we, we talked
1: about Northern Israel and Southern Israel and Southern Israel would be like Judah and like where Jerusalem sits, and then Northern Israel would would be like the part that broke away. And it's really, really an interesting history of how people were replaced in that. um, People are the the Hebrew people were migrated out of their land, and other people were transplanted there to kind of to kind of remove your tie to your land. Right? You don't want any nationalism. You don't want anyone to say, this is my land, this is my home. So you kind of move them, you displace them. And we know that this still exists in history. We know that whenever there's a war, signs of trouble, people migrate out to safety. And then they, and some people still have ties to nationalism, but not as strong as if they stay. And, and it, and it's, it's, it's part of scattering, right? It's a part of denying your history and denying your your ancestry, denying your legacy, legacy, denying your inheritance. It's a whole part of that. So here you have a group of ten leopards on the outskirts, right? They're neither they're neither of them are in their country. They're on the outskirts because that's where leopards had to be, right? They're not allowed into the city centers for fear that the leprosy would spread, and so. Part of the whole ritual of cleansing is whenever you're healed, you go and you show yourself at the temple because you want the uh, rabbis, the Pharisees, to declare you healed. Which means I declare you healed. You can re-enter society. You can come back to your land. You can, you know, regain your legacy, your ancestry, your your inheritance, whatever you were denied when you had to live outside. And Jesus. Gives these people the opportunity to return back to life. He restores right. them to their place. And as these 10 men go and they're cleansed on the way, on the way, you know, they had no fear of calling out to Jesus. What did they have to lose? Nothing. Right. Jesus master. They heard about him. Right. <laughs> they knew he was a healer. So they said, Jesus master, heal us.
0: Right.
1: He tells them what to do and they do it right. and they're healed along the way And one. What- only one. one of them looks at themselves and returns and says, praises God for this healing. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is like, what where, happened to that? Which is, which is so it's crazy because the Bible says the, 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 the sun and the sun sets on the, the, the just and the mm-hmm. unjust, right? right? The night falls on the just, just and the unjust. unjust yeah. So Jesus is essentially good. Mm-hmm. You ask him for healing. He's going to give you healing. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to be grateful for it
0: mm-hmm.
1: because he's essentially good. Right, he's walking here to restore, it's to right. give you right. life. I mean, obviously, he wants you. To, he wants to glorify God. He wants you to return to God. He wants you to thank God for your healing. <laughs> but he doesn't command this of he you. does
0: not so.
1: And these, and only one person who's right. a foreigner who right. didn't, who doesn't practice these beliefs, right? Who's a foreigner on their land, right? Comes back. To worship God,
0: right.
1: not His God, not their God, the right. God of the the Jews, the right. God of the Hebrews. Right. I, I'm like it, it, like gives me like so many things that I'm thinking about right. in my in my mind. These people being on the outskirts and being restored right. to their land, and only one who was a foreigner. That's what Jesus said: the foreigner, so you don't even belong on this land. Right
0: and yet still you're the one that gets praised. Um, So these two things, I love that. I love the fact that you mentioned the different facets that this story could uncover, this miracle could uncover. But it also makes me think of the idea of what a good Samaritan is. Because here, this was a Samaritan who was a foreigner on that land and who also was the only one that came and thanked Jesus for his healing. I almost feel like it goes to show as human beings, that even when goodness happens, we're still not grateful because there's a feeling of entitlement sometimes. Mm. And I think that that's why they didn't thank him. It's like, you're a healer, so heal us. You know, <laughs> we heard of you. What's the problem? You know, almost like that's what you do, right? So go ahead. So I almost feel like, yes, they had faith. That's why they called on to him. They had nothing to lose, but they also felt like, why not? You heal everyone else. What? Why not heal us? And I think that could have been something that they went away with, just feeling like, you see what we told you? He is real. He is, you know, he's the son of God and son of David and this and that. And the other one looks at himself saying that we were on the outskirts of all, our, all of our lives. We've been banned from society. We've not been able to reintegrate. So thank you thank you lord thank you for what you've done for us and it's like where the, where the, where the rest of the 9 where the with where a where the gang like what what other that what other that right and and not because you know jesus was looking for that but it is nice to feel appreciated because it also shows that jesus was also man he you know as a human being you you still want to be appreciated for, you're not looking for someone to say thank you, but it's nice if someone says thank you. It's nice if someone appreciates you. So it also shows us that that was the human side of him in a sense, because he walked the earth. And goodness, no matter what, will always prevail. But it also goes to show that in goodness, sometimes you can still feel away about things, <laughs> you know, because he was going to heal them anyway right? He could have chosen not to, but that's not what he does. Jesus was here for a purpose. But at the same time, I feel that this story just shows that human beings, we sometimes feel entitled. So when good things happen, we're not grateful for it. It's only when bad things happen, then we start looking and calling on to God, oh, why is this happening to me? But we forget when he does good for us. And that's why You know, when we have our faith box or our joy box or a jar of joy, you know, it, it, it's going to be a reminder when we reach the end of the year, how much greatness and goodness that the Lord has filled in our lives, because sometimes we're we're like un- almost ungrateful sometimes yeah, because we go on like, oh my God, it's a bad day. Oh, I hate my job. Or, you know, I woke up on the wrong side of the bay. Oh, this traffic is, a-. it's just always something. But then think about the numerous things that God has done to bless us. And this is that reminder. So I really want to continue to remind people of that. You know, put that scripture, that good thing that happened to you I mean, we're only asking for one a week. You can put as many as you want. But at the end of the year, you will realize the greatness of God and what he has done. And then we would be that Samaritan who actually is was grateful for what Jesus had done for them. Almost being the intercessor for the rest. Yeah, Like, forgive them for they do not know, you know, but thank you so much. You know, because sometimes there are people who do that. It's like, oh excuse, excuse their manners, thank you so much. And this is what that Samaritan did. And this is why I, I really love this, this miracle. It it shows human nature, you know.
1: Yeah, I think here Jesus Jesus is is I think it just kind of draws a lot of parallels, and it draws attention. The fact that Jesus ha- recognizes that a foreigner is more grateful to him than those he, the the God's chosen people, he's just like, wow, like I I am here. I'm here to pass this message to you, you group of people specifically, but you don't recognize the glory of God when it happens. You're you selfishly just are entitled and take off. And sometimes maybe it's not entitlement. Sometimes you're just so happy you forget to say thank you. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. if you walked in an attitude of gratitude, if you were grateful every day for what God has given you, you would not hesitate to thank God when something good happens. Because everything that God does for you is good. And if you lived in that and you walked in that and you really believed that, it wouldn't be hard to praise God for your healing. But here, the people that he came to save, to set free, are not the people who are going to be set free, right? Right. He's like, if you believe in me, you will have everlasting life. A foreigner believes in him.
0: That's why Jesus is for everybody. That's why. That's what that shows. He's like,
1: (laughs) you know, you could be a foreigner in the land and I can give you the land. I can restore you. I can Mm -hmm. restore what was taken from you and I can give you something new i mean jesus is everything i think more than anything he show he's showing us that listen when i do good it's for everyone's benefit but not everyone will appreciate the benefit so there's something more beyond just the initial thing that you get because after G- this man ha- Jesus has an encounter with this man who comes back to say thank you the for- the one that Jesus dubs a foreigner mm-hmm. meaning that you don't belong here mm-hmm. Jesus says your faith has healed, healed you, you. Yeah. which is oh. interesting because he was already healed right right so what is he healed of now right right because all of these men were healed right. and he doesn't say your faith healed all of those men Correct. every single person got healed. that healing right. So there's something extra Extra. that Jesus is giving that like, I don't want to lose sight of like Mm -hmm. this foreigner, this man who lived on the outskirts who came to glorify God can now have everlasting life. Mm -hmm. He now can, he can see the kingdom. He now can get access to what Jesus was offering the chosen ones. Right.
0: Um, It reminds me of the story. um, I don't know if I feel like maybe it's in the book of Matthew where uh, Jesus loved the rich man, where he loved him so much, but he said, go and do something for me. Like, I think he commanded him to sell all of his, his things. And I think that's why he talks about the rich not being able to go into heaven. And, you know, sometimes it gets misconstrued. Like, are you saying rich people don't go? But I think it's also that idea that even because when you compare someone who's rich and the assets that they give to the Lord. You think of the woman who had two coins, right? Who gave her last two coins to the Lord in the sense like showing that type of repentance, showing that type of, you know, like I'm I'm giving my all. But someone who's rich relative to what they have, they're still always giving a portion, you know? And I feel like in that story, this is kind of it here. Even though Jesus healed them, It was that one extra thing where he says your faith has healed you. So he's saying that this is even the extra going beyond the healing. There's something else that you're given that you would have that maybe the others don't don't have. And that to me makes me think that sometimes even good things or we may pray for things and God grants us that. But there'll be that extra thing that someone else might have or you may get. That someone else who prayed for the same things may not have. I think that to me is what shows the goodness of the Lord, like meaning that He can, your cup can be full or you know, filleth over because it's not just abundance, but there can be extra abundance. I felt like I feel like Jesus gave him the extra abundance.
1: Yeah, I think I think what Jesus is 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 showing us here is that. You can get your miracle. You can get that healing you prayed for, that turnaround, that job, that promotion. But there is another blessing in there. But how do you access that extra blessing? Is what you do with that first blessing. Right. Are you grateful? Do you pass it on? What happens when you when you uncover a miracle? Does it just end there? Okay. This is what I asked for. The beginning and the end. It's it's a it's a done deal. Ah. Uh, you know whatever, or do you do you become entrenched in gratitude, testify to God's goodness, pass it on like what do you do when God gives you that miracle? and I think this is this is a uh, uh, for us to reflect because who knows if that healing that man got was unlocking spiritual blindness? Who knows if that man goes on to become a follower of jesus Jesus? He enters a church, becomes a disciple, a a test of, you don't know what happens, but Jesus gave him something additional because when he got his first miracle, that wasn't the end of Jesus. It wasn't the rubbing the genie, making your wish. And when you get it, you move on (laughs) and only come back when you have another wish. It's about recognizing who God is being grateful for that and doing something more.
0: I really love this uh, this miracle, and I think that we have to constantly be reminded that we have to be grateful for the things that we have. And even on the things that we don't, always be hopeful and prayerful that God will bless you with what his will is. And I think this miracle is really a test of what that is. So thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed this discussion on the healing of 10 men suffering from leprosy. Before we end, we have a few announcements, and then we would like to close with a prayer. First, we would like to announce that we'll be back next Wednesday to discuss season two, episode 31 on the miracle of healing the blind and lame in Temple Courts. We are super delighted to be back on tonight with our Wisdom Wednesdays YouTube Live Discussion where we will be discussing your season, Pastor Miracles, and how we can all access our very own miracles through our personal walk with Christ. This will take place tonight at our new time of 8 p.m. sharp, and that's Eastern. Don't miss it. If you haven't done so already, we are continuing to fill our jars of joy or our godly gift box (laughs) with a note, scripture, prayer, or just something God has done for you in the name of Jesus. It's not too late to catch up. We are only in week 12. In the last podcast of the year, we will empty our jars or boxes and take turns reading all of our blessings. Lastly, our weekly podcast, Trading Faith, is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google please check out our Instagram page for updates. And if you like us, then just spread the news and follow us. Click that like button, and then you can comment and share with your family, friends, and neighbors alike. Now, let us join together in prayer because we believe in the power of prayer. Now, God desires that we come to him and be restored back into his grace and favor. Isaiah 55, 11 says, God's word does not come back void. Since our prayers are strengthened in numbers, we ask that you come into agreement with us for this closing prayer. Father God, restore our strength. Holy Spirit, drive away from us all forms of sickness and disease. Restore strength to our bodies and joy to our spirit so that in our renewed health, we may bless and serve you now and forevermore. Father God, you are our holy one. We come before you today in need of your healing hand. In all the things that you do, everything is possible. Hold our hearts with yours and renew our minds, body, and soul. Father God, we are lost, but we come to you with grace. You gave us life, and you also gave us the gift of infinite joy. Give us the strength to move forward on the path that you've laid out for us and guide us towards better health and give us the wisdom to identify those that you've placed in front of us and around us and help us to be better and to be strong. Father God, help us mend what is broken. We call on you right now on this special way. It is through your power that we were created. Every breath that we take, every morning that we wake, and every moment of every hour, we live under your power. Father God, we ask you now to touch us with that same power. For if you created us from nothing, then you can certainly recreate us. Fill us with the healing power of your spirit and cast out anything that should not be within us. Father God, help us mend what is broken and root out any unproductive cells. Open out any blocked entries or things and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse and all of our infections. Father God, let the warmth of your healing love pass through our bodies to make new any unhealthy areas so that our bodies will function the way you created it to function. Father God, we thank you for everything that you've done everything you are doing and everything that you continue to do. Oh, Lord, our rock and our redeemer, in Jesus' precious name, may we all continue to thank and praise him. Amen, amen, and amen. We thank you for tuning in. We love you. Please always remember to be kind to one another and always remember that Jesus loves you. Bye.